Okay, I think this is live now. We'll see. Who knows? I, I don't know. Things are things are crazy here. Things are things are absolutely crazy right now. And it appears I need to brighten the scene up a little bit, I guess. I, I'm looking a little look a little dark here, and it's not because I have a tan. Not at all. Got my chat where I can see it. I've got lovely people here. I've got me. I remembered, whoopsies, to record. Ha ha ha. Oh, shoot. Shoot a Gruda, as my grandma would say. I totally forgot to upload last week's audio version. God. Bad. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. That's okay. That happens. That happens, happens, happens. Why is this not live? Live. Go to live. There you go. There you go. Mute. There we go. I should be muted there. Live chat, live chat, live chat. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Looks like things are going well. Things appear to be going well. I think there are people watching. I don't know. You know, I have three monitors right now, and yet I cannot totally display all the pertinent data because apparently when you scale on uh, YouTube here, apparently that's not live. Now it's live. When you scale on YouTube, it doesn't. <laughs> that's about all I could say to that. Um, I appear to not have any issues currently right now with Twitter. So, holy crap. If you prefer to watch this show on Twitter, you can. You can also catch it wherever you find your major podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. I don't know if that one's uh, totally where you'd find it, but um, it is. We are on Amazon. We're on a whole ton of places. And if we aren't there, let me know and I'll try to get on. I'll do what I can. Uh, live broadcasting every Friday night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 9.30 Central, and so on down the line. You can figure it out for your time zone. I think that puts it at like 6.30 or 7.30 over on Pacific Time, and in Hawaii, it's beautiful o'clock because it's Hawaii. And uh, yeah, we got that. That's awesome. Live stream. What else we got here? What are we talking about today? We're talking about the All-Star Weekend. We're talking, well, sort of. We're talking about the draft. I did watch that, and it was as bad as I thought it would be and was boring. And, I mean, God bless Terry Miller. He did what he could with what he had, but what he had was not great, to say the least. Um, talking about that, we're talking about Limey Rick and probably some other stuff coming up here. But before we get too far into that, we need to thank our sponsor, Log. What rolls downstairs, a loner in pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog? What's great for a snack and it fits on your back? It's Log, Log, Log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's better than bad, it's good. Everyone wants a Log. You're going to love it, Log. Come on and get your Log. Log from Blamo. So I want to start out by apologizing to everyone who is looking for the audio version of the Joe's Disc Golf Podcast. Totally forgot to get that up and going. My bad. That is totally my bad. I am sorry, everybody. I really am. 
I'm trying to get that out there. It has been an absolutely hectic week. Um, things have just been going crazy here. I did get one round of disc golf in. I chose to do a little bit of self-care and get out on one of the absolutely gorgeous days. Got out, played around, played pretty well. Um, touch was still a little off, but overall, feeling really good about the round in general. And my oh my, this is looking a bit dark. I will try to update um, the studio, update some settings here. Not going to mess around too much. Well, I can a little bit. Hey, that looks a little better there. That looks a little bit better there. Awesome. At least on my end. I don't know. You guys out there in the real world, let me know. If not, hey, it's okay. It is just fine. So, here we are. We're talking about the All-Star Day 1. We'll start there. <laughs> oh, bless me. Thank me. And right out the gate, we have... We're going to start with the ladies here. We are going to start with the ladies here. The distance competition was a little bit underwhelming because Ella Hansen couldn't keep anything in bounds worth a damn. I mean, she threw like 300 feet, but come on. That's pretty pathetic. Uh, could not keep anything in bounds for whatever reason. Jennifer Allen ends up winning the individual award. She threw like 420-something odd feet. It was pretty, or four, something like that. Something ridiculous. Any which who, right now, as it stands, Team Katrina is beating Team Own a whopping 3-0 with... A Sarah Hokum ace in the accuracy challenge. That was really cool to watch live. Uh, it was the one, I believe they had to throw it up the gut. And she threw it up the gut. Little uh, Annie shot there. It got up. It got going. I mean, the first two were almost right there anyway. So she was she was dialed in. She was doing great. It was amazing. And uh, yeah, uh, just absolutely blew everything out of the water there. Um Evelina Solonen looking awesome as well. Didn't have to putt. So everything looked good. But as you may or may not have noticed, there's only three points available in the skills competition, which means it ain't worth shit. The skills competition is cool, but it means diddly squat. Okay? It means absolutely nothing which is what you're about to become. Uh, they, yeah, uh, there are, what, another three points or so? I guess three points up for grabs tomorrow in the doubles competition and six points up for grabs in the singles competition. So honestly, what you need to do, a good draft strategy, is to just draft for that, draft for the singles competition, and your doubles will just, you know, you'll probably be fine. It's not really a big deal. And then skills competition. I mean, they're all pros. They're all really good. Just keep Anna, uh, Henna and Evelina out of putting and you'll be just fine. You'll be dandy. Jim Dandy Candy something, something, something. I don't know. I don't know at all. Uh, but hey, 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 we are 
we're going pretty great there. So that was that for Team Own and Team Katrina. We have also uh, just going through, we had Alexis Mandahano and uh, uh, Katrina Allen. Wow. I almost said Charlotte for some reason. I don't have a damn clue why. That was that was a brain fart and a half right there, everybody. Uh, they ended up putting. They won 70 to 59. You get more points the further out you go. Nobody hit from 66 feet, but you only got one chance from there. As for the distance competition, Hannah Blumroos, 420 feet. Jen Allen, 453. That's right. Jen Allen's first one was like 400 or 420 right in there. Uh, Ella Hansen, 306. Pretty bad. Maria Oliva, 423. Pretty solid job. So if if Ella could have done anything to keep it in bounds, that would have been great. But um, yeah, couldn't figure that out. As for the... uh, as for the accuracy competition, not even a competition there. Hokum and Solonen took it away, just ran with it, absolutely ran away with it, destroyed Cat Merch and Holland Hanley, uh, 48 to 27, including the ace that Sarah Hokum had, which I believe is worth extra points. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what that is. I know circle two was one point, circle one was two points. Bullseye within 10 feet was three points. I want to say an ace was five points, give or take. But hey, I don't know anything. I don't know shit. Just uh, ask any of my athletes. You don't know anything. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. I went to school for it. I've only been doing this job for over 10 years. But hey, what do I know? Hey, ho, ho. Teenagers, they're snarky little bastards, but I love them. Moving over to the men's side of this, our quick recap here. Team Ricky is up on Team Paul 2-1. to one. Again, skills competition means jack shit. That's it. It, it means absolutely nothing at this point. Um, Ricky had to drop out earlier today. He had a Lyme disease flare-up. Some people were saying, oh, he's just faking it, blah, 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 blah. You can see that it, his throwing arm, it is... As you look at it, his throwing arm, his right hand, his right arm, his forearm is like twice the size of the other one. So either he has been following the Glenn Quagmire discovering the internet workout regiment overnight, or he had a Lyme disease flare-up, which absolutely sucks. I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, It's something he has to deal with, something he has to live with. Fortunately, all-star event means absolute dick so eh not really a big deal there but it's still disappointing it was it basically there are a lot of comments on reddit and reddit is amazing because reddit is reddit there are a lot of comments saying that basically nobody really wants to watch the final day because the whole thing that they were ready for the whole thing they're excited for was to watch ricky and paul go head to head in a way that you know, we don't we don't really get to see in a way that Paul and Eagle went head to head at champion uh, European Open last year. I don't know why I almost said Champions Cup. Dude, drugs, man. Don't do the drugs. All of them. Don't do them. That's bad. I guess I should probably do that. There were. Oh, OK, so all star event second year in a row that they are. Having some struggle bus issues there because, whoo, 
that audio at the beginning, however they had the microphone set up with Jeff Spring, was awful. It was, you could hear some of him along with just all this, just... That's what you heard, and it was fucking annoying. It was awful. I had to mute it for a while. Eventually, they figured something out. I, I don't know what was going on, but they ended up figuring something out, and uh, the audio did get a little bit better. They did unveil a new graphic there that was absolute prime Nintendo 64 graphics there. What I, I, get, I commend them because they managed to get these shots and they cordoned off the green, the fairway that it was going down, and they had it sectioned off like 300 feet, 400 feet, 500 feet, and they had dots where everybody's shot landed and stopped, which was really cool, except when they tried to zoom out and they did some Google map zoom out thing, and it was this horrible fake render 3D and just awful 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 stuff it look like i said it would have been killer graphics for my nintendo 64 and by my nintendo 64 i mean my best friend growing up his nintendo 64 because he's the one who actually owned it and i had a sega genesis so it was better it was better than the 16-bit graphics that the genesis offered so there's that which is nice right right Am I right, everybody? Hey, hey. So we got that. Um, yeah. I think that's about all for that. We've got our doubles matchup, which are supposed to be announced. I'll take a quick look over at the Disc Golf Pro Tour Twitter page because they're the ones who are probably going to post this. And as far as I can tell, at the time of recording, it has not been announced. So we can't figure that out yet. Um, sorry, guys. Hopefully, we'll wake up tomorrow and it'll be a fun little treat. It'll be nice and exciting. Yay! Go team! Okay. All right. Just check it over here. Everything seems to be working. Uh, apparently, whatever issues Twitter was having before with live streaming seems to have been getting better. But apparently, there is... No one here in YouTube or Twitch, which is fine. That's okay. It's, uh, you know, Valentine's weekend, post-Valentine's weekend. You gotta have some fun. You gotta relax. You're all watching and enjoying everything that has to do with the uh, TGPT All-Star event. And, you know, it's late. I get it. So, moving on. Because I'm not the only one who's moved on. Apparently, Ganon Burr has moved on. He has left Prodigy. And everybody's just kind of like, WTF? What is going on? We thought everything was done. We saw Drew Gibson, you know, mention that he was, Ganon was going to Discmania along with a whole bunch of other stuff. And everybody just kind of wrote it off as a joke because everything else, he used hashtag this is the internet or something along those lines. Which, who knows, I am a little surprised that Ganon has not... I thought for sure one of the opening things when he got to his competition, to his skill that he was doing, he would have been like, oh yeah, hey, what up everybody? Check out the gear for wherever I'm at. 
Now, there's a lot of speculation going around, and the leading theory right now is that he is going to go to Discmania. And he has said in a post, he commented, he goes, I wish. You know, his best friend's over there and all that. He says, I wish. I don't know if that's actually happening or not. Who knows? Um, my speculation, what I think would be really cool, uh, two things that would be really cool. Uh, supposedly, so he did have a quick post to his story, I think it was, on Instagram. And it looked like he was holding a Lone Star disc, which he would be, that'd be a huge get for Lone Star, for sure. Absolutely huge get for Lone Star, but I don't think it's them. I could be wrong. Who knows? I've been wrong on a lot of stuff. I predicted last year incorrectly that Katrina Allen would go to Dynamic Discs, and it turned out to be Kona. Eh, whatever. I was close. Uh, one good company that I think would be two, two interesting companies, in my opinion. One, I don't think he's going to Innova. I don't think they'd pay him enough. He hasn't done anything to make it worth in their eyes. I'm just saying this. He he won USDGC, don't get me wrong, and he's a huge up-and-coming talent. But in the eyes of Innova, they're just like, these are the things you need to do to get paid. And I doubt he's done enough of those things. So, I don't think he's going Innova. Uh, Discmania, you know, seems to be the leading theory. Dynamic Discs, I don't think they have any money to be able to do it. I think everything's tied up in that Kona-Ricky deal, especially the Ricky side. I'm judging by the numbers that they released, and they were selected by DD. I'm going to guess that Kona's disc sales have paid for her contract for this year and probably into next year. Ricky, and let's let's be honest here, Kona's getting $250,000 a year, a much easier sales number to hit than a million dollars. I'm not saying that's an easy sales number, 250000 but it is a quarter of what they have to do to get Rick, not including any bonuses. That's just straight salary. This is what you get. And with Kona last year, I don't think they had to worry about paying out any bonuses. With Rick, they probably did. I don't know what his bonus structure is like. Who knows? Um, but back to Gannon. Uh, I think one thing that could be plausible... Latitude seems to be flush with some cash, or it, it seems they would be. They have one big-time star that they're paying in, Kristen Tatar. They do want to make a big push into the U.S. and have a bigger presence in the U.S. market. So what better person to have than this huge up-and-coming star that you can get for relatively cheap? I would say somewhere around the two hundred and fifty to 300000 for like a two- or three-year deal. A year, I'd say, you know, you sign him to like $600,000 for two to three years. I'd say that was, you know, Gannon gets a shitload of money. And uh, then Latitude will be able to sell a whole bunch of plastic, be able to move a whole bunch of stuff, get that bigger presence, hopefully develop a good relationship. And then in two years or three years or whatever it is, it could be a Paul Macbeth deal and go, yeah, we looked at the numbers. We need to renegotiate. You uh you get you get more of the monies. All you get all of the money now. I think one thing I'd love to see, which I which would be freaking hilarious, would be seeing him go to Westside. And I know, I'm wearing a DD shirt, hand eye supply, I get it. I just 
mention the other trilogy brand, but I think it'd be fun just to see Ganon Burr and Matty O as teammates. Think about it for a minute. I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be fantastic. I don't know if anybody agrees with me or not, but I think it would be, I think it'd be entertainment. I think it'd be gold. But Latitude seems like, uh, Latitude's my more like real other prediction. I would say if I had to put money down, if I had to put $10 down right now, I'd say Discmania. Discmania just got a million bucks sitting in the, sitting in the bank account, burning a hole in their pocket. It's money that they didn't have before. They don't have to pay Simon. They're saving up to pay Eagle because they have to. If they still want to be around, they have to pay Eagle, in my opinion. Wow, that's really far behind on, on my YouTube stream here. That was distractingly far behind. But they have to they have to pay Eagle. If they're smart, they're going to lock him down for another four or five years, whatever they think, starting in, you know, get that done April, May, so nobody else really has a chance. Because they can look at Eagle... Look at the first couple tournaments go, all right, here you go. We're locking it down, but we have an injury clause in there. So they'll have some way to have some insurance for them. And it's incentive for Eagle to stay healthy and do what he needs to do to stay healthy. So there's that. Ganon to Discmania, Crush Boy, could be, could be, in my opinion. I think that would be a good fit in general. Up-and-coming guy, his friend. I mean, he said, yeah, it'd be funny, haha. We'll see, I wish, all that. Uh, he could make bank. I mean, Clash is someone that we haven't talked about. They've made a name for themselves. They have some extra cash laying around after dumping Nico LaCastro. Do they have enough for Ganon? Probably. I, I could see them being able to afford somewhere around 100000 150000 a year. Nothing crazy, nothing amazing, but the dude's, what, 17, 18 years old? He's won USDGC. He could have peaked. I highly doubt that. I very strongly doubt that he's peaked, but you never know. He could. Could be all downhill. You know, you hit 18, and it's just, <laughs> body falls apart, man. Woo! Just game over. Game over, man. Game over. But, I, like I said, if I had $10 to put down... Discmania. If I had another, if I want to play the odds and, you know, if I had an over under on it, I would put another five bucks on latitude because I'd make that money back and then some. I'd make back that five dollars and then make back the ten dollars I lost for Discmania. I think, I think that's kind of where he's going. Um, I think it's going to be Discmania, but latitude could be an option. Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? Because I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I got going on here. What else, what else, what else? Does anybody out there have any questions, comments, concerns, screams of pain? If you're listening to this in the uh, afterthoughts, in the audio version, I promise I'll remember to get this one out. You can always tweet at me. You can hit me up on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook and on Reddit. Everything is at Joe's Disc Golf. You can also find me on Discord. There is a link in the description of this video, of this podcast, of this whatever you're listening to. Could be smoke signals. I don't know. I don't know how you listen to smoke signals. But you can go find that. Hop on the Discord. Usually on there. Uh, like I said, this week has been an absolute 
um, whirlwind in a good way, but still a whirlwind. Working on plenty of stuff, trying to get a preview show together, trying to get the uh, Las Vegas Challenge preview show settled, work on the format. It is going to be an evolving format as everything comes up and moves on through the season. I'll find out what works, what doesn't work. Leave your comments and constructive criticism there. It's a great way to get to it. You can also find me, uh, I believe it is contact at joesdiscgolf.com. You can go to joesdiscgolf.com to find the latest news, reviews, and all that fun jazz up there. Other than that, it doesn't seem like there's any other questions here. So, I think this is where we end up calling the show. So, thank you all for watching. I really do appreciate it. You know, I, I know that not everyone gets a chance to watch this live. Not everyone does. It's a bit later. It's what works. I get it. I understand, guys. You know, I'm, I'm trying to make it better for the people on the West Coast. You know, I'm on the East Coast time zone. Trying to make it better for the West Coast time zone. That's what I'm trying to do. That's, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. But I do appreciate all you guys and gals who watch the videos, who comment, who like, who leave constructive criticism. I am always learning. I'm trying to do better. I have my degree in sports medicine, not video editing. So pacing and things like that, anything, any constructive criticism is great. What's up, Night Train? Um, unfortunately, this is kind of towards the end. Do you have any questions, comments, concerns, screams of pain? Put them in the uh, uh, chat here. And we can see if I can help there. I'll give it because I know there's some delay between. So, gonna kill some time here. Gonna kill some time here. Hey, ho, let's go. Oh, man. Absolutely crazy. Uh, also working on Disc Golf Healthy. I know I say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to see... Uh, I was surprised to see Ganon leave Prodigy. And I think we need to reevaluate winners and losers of the offseason. And Prodigy is definitely a loser. Woo! These last two years have been rough. No wonder Will Shoestrick's trying to get back out there. Uh, which, it'll be great to see him out there. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah, woof, woof. Uh, I think that about does it though. So thank you all for watching. Uh, if you get a great tree kick, don't forget to thank Treesus. And if you get kicked deeper into the woods, well, you have transgressed against Treesus and you need to repent and reflect. As always, I've been Joe, you've been awesome, and I can't wait to see you all in the next video.